Yo, yo, welcome back to another episode of Just Start. I'm your host, Justin Chase. And if you're here, you understand that success is a science of skill set and mindset backed with massive action. Now, as a show and company, we help identify, build, and develop leaders to take opportunities to make opportunities, as well as break down the science of success in simple steps, lessons from life, from thought leaders, building your brain, your business, and your body. Now, let's jump right in and just start. Yo, yo, welcome back. What is up, earbuds? Hey, it's your boy, Justin Chase, and we've got another special episode for you, um, especially in this time that we're facing right now. Like, there is so much of this going on in the world, and the world is seems to be crazy right now. You know, crazy with this one thing that has everybody looking at it through a lens and going, oh my gosh, what's going on? And there's this constant state of turmoil, this constant state that we don't know what's going on. And that one thing that I want to talk to you about is fear. Now, why should you have fear? Why should you not have fear? Um, you see, this is kind of a controversial topic and it's something that I've struggled with a ton in my life. And the truth is we all do. We all struggle with fear. I haven't met somebody that has zero fear. Now, sometimes it's irrational fears of heights or spiders or snakes or whatever. Yet for a majority of people, it's a fear of what other people think. It's a fear of failure. Now, let's break down fear a little bit and why fear can be your greatest guide. You see, fear is guiding you to become more centered, more balanced, and objective. Today, I want to talk to you about the insights that I've learned about fear that will help you understand why you have fear and the role that it plays to helping you empower your life. So here we go. Let's dive right in and and talk about this. What is fear exactly and how is it guiding you? Fear, a common definition of fear is an assumption you're about to experience through your sense of imagination, more loss than gain, more negatives than positives, more pain than pleasure more disadvantages than advantages, and more risks than reward. That is essentially what fear is. So it's an assumption that you're likely to have a negative experience. Fear, also referred to as a phobia or nightmare, has philly uh, or a fantasy as its exact opposite. Now, These work together in the same way that magnets have with their positive and negative poles. Let me explain a little bit more of what I mean by that. Obviously, there are two sources of fear in in our human experience, right? It's the fear of loss of that which you seek 
or the fear of gain of that which you're trying to avoid. Now, you might be saying to yourself, wait a second, that doesn't quite make sense. Picture with me animals in the wild who fear the loss of prey, their food, right? And gain of predator or being eaten, right? And so an example or closer to home might be the fear of losing somebody that you are in a relationship with. The fear of gaining this unwanted financial instability or financial bills or things like that. So anything in your life at this moment is in support of what you value most is perceived as prey and you're likely to fear those other things, right? Um, you're likely to fear the loss of that thing. And then anything that challenges what you value most is perceived as a predator. And you're likely to have the fear of gaining this one thing. So go back to the example of animals in the wild. Picture that with me. And what happens when they're faced with a predator, right? So this is, a, this is the idea, the concept of the predator versus the prey mindset. And if you want some additional resources on that, uh, there's a great podcast that I listen to. It's called The Z Winning Mindset. Um, and they have a book out called The Predator versus Prey Mindset. And that's a great resource if you want to learn more about that. But essentially we're going back to the, the predator versus prey in, in nature. And when you're faced with a predator, you fear the gain of that predator and being becoming infatuated with getting away from it. So you try and run away from that, which only perpetuates the cycle and makes that, um, <laughs> that worse, essentially. So in a relationship, you might become infatuated with somebody and the fear of loss of that person. You can't separate the two. They're like two poles of a magnet. So when you separate them, they come back, you know, and, and they're just drawn together. So there's no such thing as a phobia without the fila attached to it. And they're kind of inseparable, entangled, just like the magnet, for example. They're, they're two quantum particles that are that are entangled together and without getting like super nerdy on you i i know a lot of you are like probably I, i've lost you at this point but just stick with me here all the way to the end of this episode and i really hope that you will get value from this because fear is something that we're told to basically you know f fear in the face or not have fear conquer your fear and i want to bring this to you so that we can understand what the relationship with fear actually is and how it can benefit you. So continue to stick with me here. And going back to the, the two particles, imagine you draw a line down the center where you're embraced with both the pain and the pleasure, right? The positive and the negative. In other words, you remain completely neutral and objective with a balanced state of mind. As you neutralize your emotions and go into this reasonable state, you are likely to gain a point where you don't have a fear of loss 
and you don't have a fear of gain. You neutralize it. Your intuition will always, always, always try to help you get to that balanced objective state. If you're infatuated and only conscious of the upsides, it will try to make you aware of the possible downsides. If you're only conscious of the downsides, your intuition will try to get you to see the upsides, therefore bringing you back into balance, right? Our natural state of being that we want is balance. So kind of wrapping this up, we could say that fear is a feedback loop. It's a very, very valuable system and mechanism that allows you to know when you have a polarized perspective, when you have a positive or vice versa, a negative charge associated with a certain thing, an outcome, a relationship, whatever that may be, right? And when you neutralize that, when you can see both the positive side and the negative side and bring that together, then you can actually become the most authentic, balanced version of yourself. So let's unpack that a little bit farther. What does being aware of your highest values help you dissolve those fears and become more objective, more balanced? And I love this because I had no idea what my actual values were. And I'll do another episode here in a little bit on how to discover your values, why that's so important, how that changed my life. But basically every human being has values, regardless of your age, culture, gender, whatever, religious priorities, anything like that. You have values and these priorities evolve and change as you grow. But at any moment in your life, you have these values that are most important to you, which help dictate your perceptions and your decisions, therefore lead to your actions, your habit, and your character. And these values are unique specifically only to you. No one else has the exact same values and priorities that you have, but it is extremely important that you understand what those are and so you can understand what's most important in your life and what's least important. Basically, this hierarchy of values allows you to look at the world as if it were a ladder, the top rung being your highest value or your most likely and like ready to jump in and go all in on that because you're like inspired from within right? You're motivated, you're inspired to do that thing because it is of your highest value. You take an athlete and part of their identity is to work out every day. They're like, you're not going to see them laying down on the couch, eating, eating a bunch of chips and just binge watching Netflix or whatnot, because that's not in, that's not their highest value. That's not serving them. But the athlete who is constantly in the gym that has become their highest value is to, to do that, is to work out, to feel better, things like that. And so when you are inspired through your highest values, you actually 
begin to become the best version of yourself and be the most authentic. When you realize you're, you're more likely to have more objectivity when you neutralize these polarities and that then you will basically breed the fear of, of loss and the fear of gain at the same time and understand, okay, these, this is where I'm at and this serves me. Um, this doesn't, and, and it helps you have that feedback to get to the next place in your life. Like I said earlier, basically you don't get half of a magnet. They come together and you get a balanced magnet. So this translates when you set up fantasies, you are more likely to live in fear. Now, if you have a ton of fear, maybe looking at the fear itself isn't the right thing that we should be doing. Maybe we should flip the script and look at it from a different light and go, hey, what fantasies have I set up around this or, or the antithesis of this so that I can now neutralize the fear and recognize what will best serve me. For example, going back to the relationships, if you want an incredible relationship with all the positives and no negatives, you have a fantasy. And at that moment, you have an unrealistic expectation and your brain is like, no, we can't just have the positives. We've got to have the negatives as well to balance it out. And so then you have an unrational fear or a fear that your brain helps make up to give a feedback to your body and say, Hey, um, I think you're living in a fantasy here and you start seeing all the negative things. And then you start creating more and more anxiety of, well, what if they're cheating on me? What if this, what if that, what if, and, and you play all this, what if scenarios, which is anxiety and fear of losing that relationship because your brain knows that living in a fantasy is not objectively true. And so it brings you back down to reality to help you become the best version of yourself. And I mean, that's totally okay to, to have those. Everybody does. Like I, I have fear. I have some of the greatest fear that I've had in my life around relationships because that's something that I've desired the most and having those deep relationships and pushing myself to have a better relationship or whatnot and bringing up things that don't really serve me and make make the relationship harder in fact and i mean that's just our brain's way a mechanism of of balancing out and going okay here's what you want do you really want that and here's the other side. So now you can neutralize and work for it and move on, right? It's one of literally one of the wisest things that you can do to look at any goal that you have in mind and think about the obstacles that you may run into and, and look at those beforehand. Not, not that you like live in that, but that you recognize that they will be there because then you're less likely to be reactive when they do occur. And you're more likely to respond because you've already been proactive in developing uh, a way to get around that. So in other words, fear is not necessarily a bad thing. So I want you to hear me on this, that if you have fear, it's not a bad thing. 
recognize it, extract the lesson from it, neutralize it, and then move forward. It's simply a feedback letting you know that you're not setting real objectives. They're, they're fake, they're one-sided, right? It's trying to help you break through those illusions and trying to help you get to the next stage of your personal development of your life of where you want to go. So you can't just simply focus on the positives and never think about the negatives. That's something that I've done in my life and I've become a false positive, right? I've, I've gone, oh, I'm super happy. I'm super awesome all the time. And really like on the inside, I'm going, no, I'm not. And I'm, I hate myself and, and all these things. Well, that's my brain balancing out what I'm projecting outwards to everybody else and not being real with myself. So those fears and phobias are likely to haunt you consistently because they're searching for the fantasies and, and the fears and trying to make you authentic. It's what you subconsciously need in order to get to the next level. And just take a moment, pause this if you need to, and just think about that. Write down some of the fears that you have and then flip that the other way and go, okay, well, what is the, the fantasy or the, the thing that I'm holding in my head that this would be the absolute best thing ever, which is usually the opposite of the worst thing ever, which is the fear that you have. So I just wanted to come on here and talk about this because there are so many different types of fears. You can have fear of loss. You can have fear of gain. You know, there's fear of knowledge, fear of not knowing, fear of failure in business, fear of success in business, fear of loss of money or not making enough money, fear of rejection, fear of health, fear of death. Yet all of those fears if you can neutralize them, then you can not only be happier, but you will also like be more grounded. You will be more objective in your life and not like tossed to and fro with all these emotions of chaos and sadness and fear and rejection and all these things. But as long as you're addicted to the fantasy of a positive without a negative, your life will intuitively bring up negative consequences for you to balance it out, to counterbalance what you have put into place. So when you live by your highest values and live by your priorities, you become more objective, you become more balanced, and you transcend everything that is going your way. And then you can truly become the best version of yourself. So you would be absolutely wise to embrace both sides. And this is the hardest thing possible. Like if you can hear one thing that I say, hear this and absolutely imply it because if you can balance both sides and see true and set objectives that are within your highest values, you can dissolve the negative feedback and you can dissolve the positive feedback, you can dissolve the need for feedback and you can impact your life in a greater way and impact those around you because you are now authentically fully showing up as you on your path that you have 
said, this is what I want in my life. So with that said, my friends, obviously it's not easy. It's never easy, but it's always worth it. You only get one life, but if you do it right, one life is all you need. Take care. Love you.